Hey guys, this is Premium Sports Talk Podcast. I am your host, Josh Garrison, alongside co-hosting with me today is fellow Premium Sports Broadcaster, Caleb Garrison. I'm so excited about our special guest that we have on the show today, Steve Holman, who has been the play-by-play broadcaster for the Atlanta Hawks for over 30 years. Steve, thank you so much for coming on the show today. How are you doing today, sir? Great, thank you. It's my pleasure to be on with you guys. Man, we can't thank you enough. So we're just kind of going to jump right into it. Um, real quick, tell us your background and how you became the voice of the Hawks. Well, it's uh, I started out, uh, I grew up in Massachusetts, and uh, when I was in high school, Kurt Gowdy, the famous sportscaster, uh, who did Red Sox, then he went on to do uh, NBC, ABC. Did, he's, he's the only broadcaster to ever do a World Series, a Super Bowl, NCAA championship all in the same year, but uh, you know, so that he, he had quite the background, and he owned the radio station. Uh, they used to let me go in there after school, in high school, and practice. And one thing led to another. I got on weekends, and they hired me full time. It led me to Boston, where I would get passes to go see the Celtics game and sit with the legendary Johnny Most, the wow. Celtics, who who eventually let me keep score for him. And I would get his English Oval cigarettes and his coffee. Uh, then one night in 1976, I think it was, he lost his voice and I had to jump in in the middle of the game and, uh, then I had to do a few more weeks of that and went to a job in Boston and, uh, then the, the guy that was my boss in Boston came to Atlanta to start WGST, uh, and in 1980, I came here, did Falcons for five years and then, uh, you know, my passion was always to do basketball and, and NBA basketball and, uh, I was lucky enough to get the Hawks job in the 85-86 season, and here we are. Wow, so the rest is kind of in history. That's awesome. So, Caleb's got a few questions yeah, for you regarding the Hawks and Trey Young. So, Caleb, go ahead and take it from here. Yeah, I mean, that is awesome. I mean, just the career you've had is just astounding. I'm, uh, obviously, through your tenure with the Hawks, you've seen a lot of ups and downs. And, and uh, this season, particularly with the Hawks, uh, they've seen, even though our record might not reflect it, they, they seem like an elect, electric group of, of players. And so I just wanted your thoughts on the Hawks season and uh, where you see it going and just your thoughts in general on it. Well, Caleb, we're, I mean, we're certainly in the right direction. I mean, the, the record, you know, is what it is. But uh, the last couple of months of the season have really been on an upward trend. Uh, the, the Hawks have been improving every night. Uh We've got a duo in John Collins and, and Trey Young that are going to be with us for many years to come. and uh, They're going to be the two cornerstones of the franchise, I think. And uh, you know, Then you look ahead to this draft that's coming up. We have our pick, which is going to be a spectacular lottery pick. And we also have Dallas's pick as long as it's not one through five. So, you know, there's a chance we could end up with a couple of very good picks in the top ten of the draft to add to Trey, to Kevin Herter, to Amari Spellman, and, of course, John Collins. So... Uh, you get the ball really starting to roll now. And, and I think this team and Coach Lloyd Pierce are, are certainly headed uh, in the right direction. And uh, we're, we're all excited about it. It's been one of the most fun seasons I've had to call uh, just watching the development of these young guys. Yeah, I, I definitely couldn't agree more. It's, um, I got the privilege to be at the game the uh, last this past Friday against the Bulls with the four overtimes. And, and even though it, it didn't end how we wanted it to, it was one of the most electric and fun games I've ever been to with the Hawks in a while. And so, um, just like you said, I feel like there's an excitement brewing for the Hawks again. And and as you touched on, Trey Young, 
since the new year, since January, he has been on fire. I feel like nothing can stop him. So that brings me to my next point. Do you see Trey Young doing enough to possibly take over Luka Doncic for rookie of the year honors? Well, I, I think he very well could, and I, you know, I think he probably deserves it right now. But uh, you know, in the big picture, it doesn't really it doesn't really matter. It's going to be where they both are five years from now, I think. And uh, I think one of the things that that the Hawks thought about and Travis Link, our general manager, and all his people uh, when they made that trade for for Trey and, and Doncic was. Number one, you're going to get Trey, who has a tremendous upside and is only going to get better and better and better. And the bonus to that is you get their draft pick. So, I mean, that could turn out to be a spectacular pick as well. Uh, so if you add Trey and that first-round draft pick this year in the trade and and look at it down the road, I mean, it's going to be a win-win, I think, for the Hawks. So, yeah, I mean, it would be nice to get that. He's, he's gotten the Eastern Conference rookie of the month several times already this year, but uh, you know, I think it would be a nice feather in his cap to get it, but uh, it's going to be difficult because the the national media has had the ball rolling for Doncic right from the beginning of the season, and uh, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of people have you know closed the book on that. Uh, I think way too early in the season, but but in the long run, I, I don't think it really matters. It would be a nice thing, but uh, but I think Trey would rather move on and and get it uh, get the Hawks to a point where you know they're going to be much better than than uh, some of these other teams that are struggling right now very quickly. So Steve, you put a great you put a great point there. Uh they put it's kind of crazy. I feel like they give away rookie of the year in November. And the same with MVP, they they give it away way too soon and I feel like they should let it play out the full season. Catrae's really been catching fire uh really since the beginning of the new year. So I completely agree with you on that point. So let's talk about the Hawks in the next 5 to 10 years. Do you where do you see us in the next five to ten years, and can we be playoff not only playoff contenders but championship contenders sooner rather than later? Well, I think so. I mean, that's the plan. Uh, that's why uh, when Travis Slate came in and, and Tony Ressler, our owner, and uh, you know we had had a, a streak of ten consecutive years in the playoffs, which was the longest in the Eastern Conference. But uh, Tony and, and Travis, uh, you know, decided, look, we don't want to just be in the playoffs every year. We want to go to the top of the mountain, not just climb halfway up. So, uh, you know, the, the, they don't want to fret about these super teams and everything else. They want to become one. And they want to be, uh, you know, a contender right away, not only for playoffs, but championships. And that's, Travis was a, was a key member of the, uh, the Golden State front office where they, drafted all those young guys and, and look what's happened to them. So uh, I think, you know, we're looking at a similar mold here and, uh, you know, add a couple of pieces here and there and then start adding some free agents. And, you know, lo and behold, it's going to be, it's going to be big time. Uh, and like you said, a lot sooner than later, I think. Wow. We're excited about the Hawks coming up, excited about Trey Young, excited about our future. So Steve, kind of our last question to end this segment, looking at the the ending of this season, who do you think's uh, hoisting up the Larry O'Brien Trophy this year, and what two teams do you think is going to be playing for it? Well, it's interesting to see because the East is kind of up for grabs, I think. Uh, right. You know, you, you, Milwaukee probably is solid uh, enough to do it. Uh, the problem there is they've never done it, you know, all those young guys that are on that team. Uh, but they do have a coach, but, you know, of course, that we have that's been there to the Eastern Finals before. So I think that adds something. And they've got Giannis. Uh, but, you know, you've got the Celtics, you've got Philadelphia, 
Uh, Indiana is, nobody talks about Indiana, but they're pretty solid, even though they lost El Oladipo, they're still winning. Uh, so it's, it's going to be interesting in the East, but in the West, until somebody beats Golden State, you know, I'm going to think that they're going to be the champions again because, uh, they've been there, they've done that, uh, they've got the experience, they've got the players, uh, you know, they've got Curry and, and Durant and, and all the rest of those guys that have done it. So until somebody beats them, I'm, I, I will stick with Golden State. I couldn't agree with you more. I see Golden State uh, on another parade uh, come June. So I couldn't agree with you more. The East, like you said, up for grabs. Uh, the LeBron factor there. So many teams uh, going for it there in the East. Steve, we cannot thank you enough for giving your time. Coming on today, uh, stay on the phone here when we're done recording. I want to thank you again. But if you could, in your incredible radio voice, can you just give us your listening to Premium Sports Talk? Steve Holman, Voice of the Hawks, and you're listening to Premium Sports Talk. Man, thank you so much. Hey, this is Premium Sports Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Josh Garrison, along with Caleb Garrison, and our great uh, guest today, Steve Holman. Stay tuned until next time. Thank you.